Catch a Live with your boy, Big Buck, from the 985 to the 601, coming to teach you what we know. It's another edition of Buck Bison. Today, we get bit with my man from across the land, Vince Incha! Yes, indeed. What's going on, Vince the Prince? Hello, 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 Buck. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing hello. good, brother. I'm doing no, great. It, this is a pleasure to be on your podcast tonight, talk about Father's Day. Now, I hope your listeners are ready for what we have to say today. Oh, I hope they are, because if I'm talking, they know I'm talking right. And look, if y'all ain't ever met Vince, Vince is a man. He got the plan. He going to tell y'all the T-R-U-T-A, the truth. Sometimes, some people up in Louisiana say, we say the truth, the truth, like the Cajun and the Bayou way. So we going to tell you the truth today on Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, sir. What does your father do for a living? My father is a gynecologist. Okay. So oh. he is about a woman and child and pretty oh, much right he's making sure that the woman he's making sure that women are safe throughout their pregnancy yeah exactly so he deals a lot with pregnancy and post-pregnancy pre-pregnancy childbirth and so tell me vince your dad's a gynecologist how long has he been a gynecologist? My dad been a gynecologist for over 30, 35 years. Oh, man, that's a long time. Yeah. And I don't know. That's a, well, hey, somebody got to do it, and ain't nothing wrong with it, but, hey, it's nothing to it but to do it. And, you know, because being a gynecologist, they say, you know, that's just, a lot of people might say that's a woman's field or it's really not a man's field because, you know, it has something to do with childbirth, post and pre-childbirth, yeah. as well as during. No, anybody can do, anyone can be a gynecologist. Just they really take the time and effort to study and practice in that field, you know, because mm-hmm. me and to be in that field for 30 years, your dad has probably made a lot of connections. It's been some good times and bad times because, I mean, each and every day that we go through life, you know, there's going to be some ups and downs. And I'm sure that your your dad has did the most 110 thousand percent to make sure that every child is born as well as healthy and stuff but you know sometimes in life that doesn't always happen because of just stress levels on the on the mother and just things around their surroundings but for your dad to be in that profession that's amazing man because like i said that's a it's a hard job in any job in the medical field itself is just hard no yeah i agree with that you know you have to deal with people you have to deal with their emotion and on top of that they probably have something that you only know how to fix if it's physically, mentally, emotionally, you're the one responsible for their health and their well-being. So I think it's everyone who chooses to go to med school and decides to be somewhere related to medicine is a star, is a hero. 100%. They, when people say, do you do you have a favorite superhero? The the doc, they may as well be the superheroes. They are the ones risking their lives on the line each and every day. You know, there's us, the patients, coming to the doctors for help in, hey, doc, my knees hurt. My, in your father's case, hey, doc, I've been getting kicks and I've been getting cramps up in my stomach. Could you make sure that the baby's okay you know there's so many things that we go to doctors for aches and pains as well as we go just for therapy sometimes that's a great thing because sometimes people don't really put forth effort into their jobs but for but for those people you know they probably really don't be in that profession for long and for your dad to be in this field for 30 plus years he he really cares about it he's really done put he's put his heart on the line for it you know and it may get hard for him because growing up 
having your dad as a doctor as well as with your sisters and mother and brother. I'm sure that was real hard for y'all because y'all might didn't get to see him all the time because he was working late hours and late mornings at the hospital, you know? Yeah, yeah, he was. But, you know, that that's part of that's what life is, you know. That's part of what he had to do. That's part of what he wanted to do. So not that he wanted to leave us or something, but he wanted to save those people and make sure those people are okay. So not seeing us was a sacrifice that all of us have to do on a daily basis. Right, yeah. right. And even though he might, he didn't want to be away from his family, he didn't want to be away from his children, but that's something that he had to do because he had to sacrifice to not only put food on the table, but there was somebody in, in, in need. that was needed. Somebody yeah. that was in need, and your dad was the person to help that person in need. And so shout out to dad for that. <laughs> Shout out to him for real. Yes, indeed. What's your dad's name, by the way? Oh, his name is Jean Mcha. <laughs> Jean. So J as a J M E A N. It's like okay. Jean, but Jean because it's a uh, French. The English okay. version is John, pretty much. So okay. we can call him John. John Incha. Uh, John Incha. Yes, indeed. Right. All right. Heck yeah. All right. Well, shout out John Incha for out there an outstanding job for thirty years. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, Vince, tell me this: What is what? What would what would your definition of a father be in your own words, if you have it? Well, you know, a father, in my opinion, is somebody who is here to show you the ups and downs in life. Who is here to teach you the basic knowledge of what you need to succeed or what you need to have a beautiful life. The skills you need. Uh, the different the different activities you should get involved to expand your knowledge on life and pretty much your career. For me, a father is who is an an individual who is ready to sacrifice his body, save you, who is ready to go through a lot of things and not show it to anybody on the at dinner who is here to always smile at you and show you that no matter what you go through you can always keep your family together you can always succeed you can always not a happy life but you can have the life that you desire to have me a father is somebody who shows you what love really is through action and not words for me a father is a hero whoever father there is he's a hero he's someone all of us look up to till the end 100 percent. i think you said it all man that is what a father is man a, a father he's gonna face trials and tribulations as well as so many ob- obstacles in his life but he just gotta continue to persevere and like you said when a dad comes a dad might have been your dad might have been working say 12 15 if not 20 plus hours a whole day <laughs> yeah. and you know he came home to dinner might have been came, coming home in the morning breakfast and y'all was all up in dad's face and he was dog tired but you know what he put a smile on y'all he put a smile on his face just for y'all because he said this is what i'm doing this for i'm working hard for my children for my wife i'm working hard for my family so they can so they don't have to go without so that they can get the things that they need and so that they won't have to grow up like i did without you know yeah yeah 100 so, percent. so yes your, your your dad's a hero and he's doing it man and i'm glad to see that you know we've known each other for a good what is it maybe two maybe going on three years now and man for me just to i haven't met the whole family yet but i've talked i've Mm -hmm. talked to some of them but for but just for that man and for me knowing you man i know you come from a good good people you know good hard working family people, people that love you you grew up with you might didn't grow up with the best of things but you grew up with some sincerity as well as generosity for people and you know no matter 
what life throws at you, you just have to always remember to keep on pushing because there's definitely times where it gets hard for a father, even though not just talking about your dad, just anybody, as well as for people that grew up without fathers, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it does, it gets really hard on them for because they don't know how to be a father because they didn't have a father themselves growing up. So sometimes it's hard for them to raise a family. They may not do all the things that they are supposed to do. And whenever it comes time for that child to have a family of its own, sometimes it's hard for them because they didn't have a family, a father figure. But just yeah. know, even though Vince, you're not a father, you are a father figure to someone because I'm sure there's not only people back home in Benin that look up to you, how many motivational as well as motivational things that you have told them, but I'm sure that you have inspired so many people to work hard and hone in a craft to be better than what, what they once were. So don't have, that, that's what I was telling a lot of people this whole week. Like, no matter if you do have children or not, just always remember there's someone looking up to you people call me uncle buck and i know they'd be like okay i want to be like not saying they want to be like me but they want to have some of the characteristics that i have of hard work and determination you know what i mean yeah 100 percent, because you know we <laughs> like we may not see each other a lot you know we used to, you used to be living over here in hattiesburg but you've moved all the way to alabama and now you're in massachusetts for the whole summer but man we stay in contact you know and you know sometimes we we have ups and downs, but hey, you know, that's life, Is but we continue to have each other as well as you have tons of other friends that you can always call, but you know, whenever you have somebody like that, that's always a blessing. That's always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that we met each other so we can have these types of conversations and that we can always build each other up whenever we are down because like I said, there's a lot of people in this world that grew up without fathers like me, for instance. I didn't really know my father growing up. I didn't know him too much. I really couldn't. For the longest time, I really didn't even know his last name because (laughs) it was bad, man, because I didn't know if his name last name was Baggett or Davis. Well, his, um, his, 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 my, my grandma's name is, her last name is Davis, but his, his father's last name was Baggett. But me, I'm a Buckley. I ain't got none of that up in me. I just got his genes up in me. That's all it. But I'm a Buckley. That, you heard? I'm a Buckley. You a Buckley. <laughs> but no, I didn't know him too much growing up. I didn't know too much about him or really not too much of what he did. It did hurt for sure, man. I did because, um, you know, growing up without a dad not having him at a birthday party what you see on television you a lot of people always think that that's what life is supposed to be like and one thing you know watching a lot of tv growing up you would see some some tv shows or movies where you would see families at birthday parties or dinners and stuff like that and it felt like you know you got a a mom a dad a brother and a sister and you know that's what sometimes tv shows you tells you that's what family is supposed to be but that's not always true because sometimes there's not always that father figure in that picture you know sometimes they like the old saying goes, you know, dad went out for a gallon of milk and he ain't came back or he went for a pack of cigarettes and ain't came back, you know, he just went he just went off on us, and he he say he ain't coming back. You know, it gets hard sometimes, and it definitely was for me growing up because I met, I wish that he would have been a part of my life. Wish he would have came to more birthday parties as well as sporting events and stuff. But I tell people all the time that it does get bad. It was bad for a long time, 
it's sad to say that he's gone now. I wish that we could have had a better connection before he passed, but that ain't the way the cookie crumbled. You know, I, I always tell people it's kind of it was kind of his loss. It wasn't my loss because I didn't lose anything. I gained from it. I gained from him not being there because if the Lord ever blesses me to have children, as well as the children that I inspire each and every day that I meet them or as well as back home in Kentwood and so on, I will always do the best of my ability to give from where I wasn't given, you know, yeah. so that I can, yeah. so that I can always help someone else out in need when they need it, you know, and be there yeah. for them. You said it all. I was telling my friend Curtis, you know, then, you know, Christmas, you know, I always kind of, every year I kind of always get stuff for their birthdays and everything. Yeah. I try to always, always try to get gifts as well as, you know, making them silly movies that I make. <laughs> Them, them mm-hmm. crazy birthday videos, but no, I always try to give some, somebody something special each and every year for their birthdays as well as Christmas. This past time, I was giving out tons of gifts for all my friends back in Kentwood, all their kids, and so I was just like, I was like, man, I tell you, a lot of people probably don't do this. One of my friends, uh, man, he was just like, Buck, you know, you didn't have to buy that for for the kids, you know. I said, well, man, I know I didn't have to. It's just because I wanted to. I tell a lot of people, you know, I grew up without a dad. I kind of grew up without a few uncles as well. I mean, one of my uncles, he was always trying to take me fishing. I wish I kind of really would have went, but I really don't like fishing. But I wish I would have kind of went out there just to gain more knowledge and, and an insight from him. But whenever I did see him, I did spend that time with him. But my mom's brothers, I never really got a connection with them either because they were just doing their own thing. Sadly, one was kind of, he was in and out of prison, but that's not his fault. He was he got a little medical, he got a medical condition. So he's trying to work on that, you know. And I mean, at the time, he didn't have anybody because I'm sure his brother probably wasn't being a good brother to him as well as his father probably just wasn't there for him when he needed him. And sometimes that kind of hurts. And so sometimes you find different avenues in life. You know, if you don't have that father figure, if you don't if you don't have that father figure in your own family that you can look up to, sometimes you find another route, another person. And I tell you, I'm sure you got other father figures besides your dad, but I tell you, one good father figure that I'll always miss and cherish is old Payton. Payton, that damn Payton was a trip. Uh, <laughs> Payton, yeah. Payton was a good, he was a trip. He, uh, years before me and you ever met, there was tons of times like now in this heat, hot summer, we would probably wake up at seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning after been partying till two or three, waking up that early the next day just to get ready to get started on some type of project Peyton wanted to work on. And trust me, I I didn't have any types of projects like that going on when I was a kid growing up. I was just playing video games all day. And there's nothing wrong with that being a kid yeah. playing video games. But, yeah, that's, you that's know, regular. right, that's regular. That's regular childhood life. But by the time I got to middle school and I met Mr. Peyton Travis, that was a whole whole new world experience, you know, coming out after football practice or, like I said, waking up the next day at after it been a night of hanging out and having a good time, sure enough, we would be working on fixing the shower upstairs, building building his whole bar, uh, cutting <laughs> plywood, yeah. going to cut grass. You know, we was always doing something. I can see fixing. that happening, yeah. Man, there, there were so many times of us just, like, just doing work projects around that house, as well as uh, a good friend of mine. I'll have to let you meet him next time you come to Kentwood. His name is John McKelvin. If it wasn't for his nephew, he was probably bothering the hell out of me. 
I probably would have never played football, man. I know uh, Coach John, that's what we call him. I call him Coach John, Uncle John, whatever. He, I remember one time, and it must have been about a few years back, he was just like, man, he said, you know, all y'all boys, y'all growing up, and he was like, it's just crazy to me. I said, what you mean? He's like, well, you know, I was teaching, I was coaching y'all, trying to shape y'all into fine young men, and y'all are now. And I said, well, man, you did a good job. And he said, well, the crazy thing was I really didn't even know what I was because. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know what we – he said, I knew the games of football, but I had never coached anybody in football before. But, hey, you know, we, we did a good job. I said, y'all did a hell of a job. I mean, you did you – you knew the rules and the regulations of football, and you told us – you taught from six through eight – well, six through 12-year-olds for the most part probably a little bit older than that, you know. I said, shoot. I said, y'all did a hell of a job, you know. A lot of y'all, y'all wanted y'all's kids to be in a kind of a community organization for people that just wanted to do more things during the summer than just sit inside all day, and y'all got the kids involved, and that's 100% good. That's a good you one. Have a, that's a good man. Oh, oh yeah, he is, man. He, he, he's good. He, he's a trip. He's a good old dude. Well, Vance, I appreciate you telling me about – Mr. John Incha, the man with the plan, the gynecologist that's been working hard for him, not only himself, but for his family to raise three mighty strong children for them to seek a life of their own, raising a beautiful wife and so much more. He didn't sacrifice and he didn't taught y'all how to be great, fine people. And it's a pleasure to have met y'all, two of the three of his children. Man, I can't wait to meet Mr. John Incha. I can't wait to meet him. Man, I really can't wait to go to your home country, Bennett. That's the main thing, my friend. But uh, we're going to get there one day. We're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We're going to get there, Big Buck. Thank you for letting me on your podcast, and thank you, listeners. Yes. Uh, I appreciate y'all. y'all. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate all y'all that's been listening to the Buck Bites podcast. It's been real, it's been fun, but the fun has just begun. We coming live from the nine eight five to the six oh one, son. It's happy Father's Day. I hope y'all out there grilling, chilling. Go ahead now. Ah.